everybody. Welcome to a very special episode <laughs> of Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where this week we are not talking about a Lifetime movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Anne. I'm Bridget. And this week we'll just be talking about stuff we've been watching, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> things going on, you know. A real laid back episode. <laughs> yeah, man. Guess what? We're in the same room. I know. It's so exciting. Yeah. We were in the same room for three nights this mm-hmm. past weekend. Bridget slept over at my house on Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> Who knows? I don't even know. Time <laughs> means nothing. And then we went to our annual yurt trip mm-hmm. with our buddies and uh, had a really awesome time. And... Uh, I was kind of bummed because I didn't get to pee in the water, which is like one of my most favorite things. And I no. didn't even get to pee outside that much because the mosquitoes, my God, they, they were bad this year. So bad. They were so bad. But it was a great trip. And I'm excited for next year. Um, so it's flooding all over the place right now. <laughs> Yeah, all the rain that we need in Portland is coming to Michigan, and it is nonstop raining. There's another fire happening in Portland. Maybe not in Portland, but like... In Oregon. In Oregon. That's pretty big. It's doubled in size every day. No, I I didn't know that. I hate it. Just stay here in Michigan. Just stay. Mm. Well, then today, did you see, like, I woke up this morning, the first headline I read was about... All the flooding in Europe? My mom was telling me about that this morning. What the fuck? Yikes. Is this the end times? Oh, we're in it, baby. We're we're in it. Yeah. It's like can we even go back from it at this point? I don't think so. Just feels like it's really going out with a slow burn. Lots of bad things are gonna happen. Horrible burn. This it feels like like yeah, apocalypse, end times, mm-hmm. just not, not good stuff. Don't like it. Don't, don't love it. <laughs> I'm not feeling good. <laughs> Speaking of not feeling good, Bridget and I uh, are obsessed mm-hmm. with the new Bono. Bo- Bono. <laughs> he's gonna just change his name, like Cher. He's just gonna be one. One's gonna be Bonum. So he's gonna be Bonum now. <laughs> I'm talking again. I mean, Freudian slip much? Yeah. Because <laughs> we both would like to bone him. I would like to bone him. <laughs> That's very true. Something about a tall, lanky, unkempt, sad guy. Intellectual that just sad like, boy. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. It is something else. Love it. But we, I mean, I've watched it. I'm going to say I'm in the double digits at this point in time. Did I've, we say the actual oh person? Oh, no. Bo, Bo Burnham. Burnham. <laughs> Inside. <laughs> Figure out what Bono means, well, guys. You guys, you you know. I know. I know. I know. But I'm in double digits. I have to be. And I listen to it all the time. You watched it with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the first and only time I'd seen it. What the fuck is beeping? I think it's outside, like a truck. Oh, probably. I really want to watch it again, but I just feel like my mom will be like, this is too sad, or I don't get this. And I know it's not for so moms. So, Bridget, is this what you like? Yeah. Are you okay? Oh, it's so good, though. It's Ugh. so good. He's so funny, and he's just so right about everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was really cool to, like, see somebody do something like that in a time of, like, shared trauma. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, yes, thank you for being able to, like, vocalize all of these insane thoughts I've had, but make it cute and funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it, it really blows me away. Like, he is just brilliant. And he's fucking 30 years old. Oh, my God. That's what I was going to say before we started recording is, do you know he's been with the same woman since 2013, but she's like 13 years older than him? Is she really? Mm -hmm. I knew he would had a long-term partner, but I didn't know she was that much older Mm -hmm. than him. Wait, though. So if he's 30 and they've been together 13 years? Well, no, eight. 
2013, 2021. Oh, yeah. It's like eight. I love math. For some reason, I thought 13. Because I said 2013. <laughs> you were like, that means 13 years. It means 13 years. <laughs> Aw, that's cute. Yeah. And she's just, is she like anybody famous or anything? Yeah, she wrote and directed something. And I was like, oh, good for her. But I can't remember what it was. So I'm going to look it up. And her name is Loreen Scafaria. Ooh. Okay, she wrote and directed Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, which I really like that movie. Is that, did that have Steve Carell in Steve it? Carell and Keira Knightley. Mm-hmm. Um, the Meddler, which I don't know what that is, and Hustlers, that movie with like J-Lo and I haven't seen that. She wrote and directed Hustlers? Uh-huh. Wow. I haven't seen it either. I really have no yeah. desire, but that's. Good for her. That's impressive. Yeah. I'm a little irritated on her behalf that the picture of her on Wikipedia is very blurry. Oh my god, she looks like such a cutie. Pat- yeah, she's beautiful. They make she a very handsome 78? couple. Seventy-eight. I wish I looked that fucking good. Four <laughs> years younger than her. She looks like she's twenty. Damn it, Lorraine. Do you think it's Lorraine or Lorraine? I didn't even look. Lorena. How do you spell it? L-O-R-E-N-E. Laureen. I don't know. Laureen. 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 <laughs> Laureen. <laughs> so that was good. I watched a shit ton of stand-up yesterday. Two John Mulaney specials, another Bo Burnham, secondhand of Gatsby. I just wanted more. I just want more funny stuff. I was like, oh, it feels good to laugh. I, I forgot. I like <laughs> laughing. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, I remember laughing. And what else have I been doing? Not a whole bunch. Just still lazing around. Mm-hmm. Doing nothing. And because I'm visiting, I've been seeing people I haven't seen in a long time, which is nice, but it's also... Kind of weird. It's weird, and it's exhausting for mm-hmm. me because I'm not a social person, so it takes a lot out of me. But, I mean, it's been really nice to see people... I haven't Good. seen it in a while. How long have you been in Oregon? Three years. Oh my God, really? Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Oregon. No, don't. I would really actually love to go there. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, I know. Is it weird being back in Michigan? Are you just like, ew, gross? <laughs> it's actually a lot greener than I remember it being. But the trees are like half the size. So everything just feels less impressive. And there's no mountains. The ground is just flat. There's no fucking mountains here. <laughs> What's the deal with no mountains? <laughs> we have dunes. Yeah, but I can't see them when I'm driving to work. No, I know. When I lived in Wisconsin, we lived like two seconds from the river that separated um, Minnesota and Wisconsin, the St. Croix River, which is... Partially why LaCroix is named LaCroix. What? I yes. didn't know that. I know. I found that out and I was like, I lived right there. I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> but like two seconds from where we lived up on this like high hill overlooking the river were these like ancient Native American burial mounds. Whoa. It was awesome. And I could walk there. And I'm like, why don't I have anything like that? There's Although no- I guess there's probably tons of dead Native Americans probably under Ugh. my house right now. I mean, we're yeah. all we're all on a Native American burial ground, aren't we? Yeah, and deserve every bad thing that happens. It's true. <laughs> we all deserve the poltergeists coming for us. It's not good. Kind of a bummer that Craig T. Nelson is like. Crazy Republican now, huh? Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That is a bummer. Like, he he said something I, a while ago, but he was, like, complaining about just, you know, these lazy asshole people who don't work. Ugh. And he was like, I, I was on food stamps. I pulled myself up by my bootstraps, and I don't under... And it's like, you just said. You... <laughs> <laughs> You want to know how you, you helped get back out your feet, you piece of shit? I'm such a fucking weirdo. 
Why are people so stupid? Why are people Republican? I don't know. It's like, very frustrating. I know. Oh, you know what I found out today? I was I cried one of the first things in the morning. So we listened to this podcast called uh, What a Day, and it's just this little funny, cute, like news, fifteen minute news oh, podcast every morning. And the girl who hosts it, Akila Hughes, she's so I love her. Like I'm always like I want to hang out with her so bad. <laughs> She's leaving. Oh, no. She said she has to take a break for her mental health. And I was like, okay, well, I get that. And I get that. And I want you to be good and take care of yourself. But I was like, I I was like so sad because she said her little, you know, in two weeks I'll be Mm -hmm. my last show. And she was like getting all teary and stuff. And I was like, oh, I guess I didn't realize how much I like listening to you every day until I uh, realized I can't hear you anymore. Bummer. So is she the whole show, or is it's someone else? Her gonna... and um, she's more of like the comedy mm-hmm. side, but she's still like journalistic. Yeah. Um, and then there's a guy named Gideon who's on it with her, who's funny but more journalistic. Like he's more serious with funny sprinkled in, and she's more funny with serious sprinkled in. But they make a very good pair. Mm-hmm. I love their rapport, and I was just like. Damn. So I don't know if they're going to have a new... They sometimes will have a co-host. There's just one guy on there named... I think his name's like Terrell something. And he is funny as shit. I've tried <laughs> to find him on Facebook, but like I didn't know how to spell his last name. But um, he was so funny. So I'm like, oh, please have Terrell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucks. It does. But I'm glad that people are more comfortable now, kind of like... Not only taking that time for themselves, but saying, like, I'm doing this because... Yeah. And kind of starting to normalize it. I mean, my God. It's about fucking time. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's wait until the world's on fire to be like, hey, guys, um, <laughs> I'm feeling a little stressed and I would like to take my vacation days. Yeah. How brave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun, but, like, it's shitty that just now people are like, oh, I probably shouldn't, like work on myself to death Mm -hmm. and feel like garbage all the time. That's probably not the way to live life. Well, it's such a weird culture, the professional world where like you're not supposed to do that because if you're not at work every day, then you're bad at your job. Or life. Which is insane. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've never, and I know this sounds so stupid (laughs) and like entitled and privileged, but like just always hated working like the mm-hmm. entire concept i'm just like but why do people have to like if i, I know. if you don't want to work why should you have to like i don't know obviously we need people working in professions and stuff but like not everyone needs to have a job mm-hmm. it's okay like everyone chill out i know I, it's such a weird... I just don't understand why the point of being an adult is, like, having a job. That's, so you can be miserable until so, <laughs> you die. So you just hate a, a whole entire new crop of people that mm-hmm. you work with every day. And, like, I don't know, get used and abused by <laughs> fucking management. It just sucks. That is not what we should be doing. I know. At all. I really was hoping that COVID would, like help restructure the way the work environment is and so many bosses now are like nope we need people in the office why why uh why i read it's because they they're trying to avoid a real estate like a commercial real estate housing crash. well i guess wouldn't be housing real (laughs) estate crash yeah um because but guess what? We don't have enough houses, so we could turn those into apartments. And guess what? Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about your commercial real estate. Me either. <laughs> Get fucked. You there, already have billions of dollars. There are people lining the streets of Portland in tents because housing is so unaffordable. Because everyone has to live in apartments because there aren't enough houses. Yeah. And then apartments aren't affordable. So all these people what are, are people on the street. To what do? are you supposed to do? But if you had all this commercial real estate that people didn't need anymore, you could turn it into affordable housing. It's ridiculous. It just makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. And Portland, I remember watching shit when I was like 20 on 
the homeless crisis mm-hmm. in Portland. That was like 20 years ago. And yeah. I can only imagine it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. And then, like, how many abandoned buildings are there now there that could be used right. in a useful way? Or here in Detroit. Like, there are so many abandoned buildings. So many. And it's like, hey, Dan Gilbert, why don't you take a few million dollars that is pocket change to mm-hmm. you? It literally means nothing. It means nothing. I know. Do something. I hate it. Do something. But no, thanks for bringing us the fucking Q line that nobody uses. I don't even know what that is. It's like this fucking like... Transit? Trolley thing that goes up and down Woodward and everybody hates it. Oh, <laughs> like no. nobody uses it <laughs> at all. We went on it once to be like, let's go on it and mm-hmm. see what it's like. We're like, okay. That, <laughs> that was it. All right. <laughs> yeah. They need like a uh, transit that gets you from Detroit to like Ann Arbor yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. More than just down one road. <laughs> Do you know how thrilled I would be if I could take a fucking little train mm-hmm. to Ann Arbor and Ypsilanti? <gasps> I know. Part of most of the reason I don't go out there is because I'm like, mm, I don't like driving. Uh, no, thank you. It's like two hours almost. Mm, hard pass. Yeah, it's not fun. Like if I could just hop on a fucking train and not have to worry about and it, and like read I'd on the train pay too. I would pay. I know the convenience for me mm, to not Worth have to drive. It. I'll pay a lot of money to not have to drive anywhere. Yeah, <sighs> agreed. Cars. I hate driving. I hate roads. I hate cars. I hate hockey and I don't like kids. <laughs> I just wanted to be part of the hating crew. <laughs> oh, what's uh, wrong with hockey? <laughs> hey, what's wrong with hockey? Uh, I don't really care about hockey. I'm ambivalent about it. But I don't hate driving as much as you do. Yeah. But also the roads are better in Oregon and there isn't construction 24 seven the I mean, way it is here. I find too that in like every other state I've driven in, everyone is actually like, Oh, we better follow the speed limit mm. <laughs> and like traffic laws of not being an asshole on the road around here. It like, especially on certain like eight mile. <laughs> I try and avoid eight mile at all costs because it's like, there's no laws. There's no laws. Southfield Freeway, same way. I'm just like, this is a lawless, like, <laughs> autobahn. You can just go however fast you want. It's a real Mad Max situation. Yeah, it is. That's what it feels like. It's horrific. I hate driving on Southfield. It's the fucking worst. It's so awful. I'll, I would love to just be able to take back roads everywhere and go 30 miles an hour. That's what I like about Oregon. A lot of it is just country just, roads. So take me home. <laughs> take me home. Oh, Bridget, I put mascara on and look what I'm doing. Oh, boy, guys, she loves to rub her eyes when she's got mascara on. <laughs> I tried to look all fancy for you today. I know. I didn't even put on makeup. Can you believe it? I know. You're usually the ooh-la-la one. <laughs> I woke up late, and then I was watching some HGTV show with my mom. Yeah. And I got really invested in. <laughs> then I was like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched HGTV in years. I haven't had cable in years. I guarantee you right now, if it just magically popped up mm-hmm. on my TV, I would be glued to it all day. Yeah, it was Nate Burkus and his husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called like Nate and Jeremiah Save Our House. But I feel like that's a weird name for a show. But his husband is a Are they like belt. asking, like, save our house? Or they're like declaring it like Nate and whatever, save our house. Like <laughs> it's a know. sentence or like a plea. <laughs> I think it's a plea. <laughs> um, but they were redoing like the main room in the Covenant House, which is like a center for homeless youth in LA. And so it was very sweet. And I was like, I gotta see what they did. And guess what? It was beautiful. Isn't Nate Burkus the one who's like it was in the fucking tsunami. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oof. Awful. I think I read his book. I don't think I did, but I can't imagine. Oh my god. The remember the fucking tsunami? Yes. 
I still think about it a lot. What was that movie that won? The one with Naomi Watts? I haven't seen it. I couldn't do it. It's the worst. It's not because everything's good in the end. Everything's fine. But everything's fine. Insane. For their family, everything is fine. But like it it's one of the most suspenseful movies I've ever seen. And even when I see like a clip of it or it referenced somewhere, Mm -hmm. it like triggers this like (gasps) panic in me. Oh my God. I feel like Andrew recently read an article about a bunch of like people's experiences in that. And he was telling it to me and I was like, "Ah, this is horrifying. I remember one of the first panic attacks I had, I was watching, I was like 19 years old. I was watching a, um, like documentary or something on HBO about tornadoes. Oh my God. And I, like this woman was talking about how she had her kids and they were, I think they were in a trailer and she just took them in the bathroom and like her daughter was like literally like (gasps) ripped from her arm. I freaked out. I like had a massive panic attack because I was just like, oh, fucking weather. Like, just these natural disasters. They don't give. Me. They don't give a shit. No. They don't give a shit. Well, it's them retaliating against us, <gasps> is what it feels like. The fires in Oregon are terrifying. Ah, I, I'm so glad we don't have that here. It's the one thing about Michigan, like nothing. No, like, real big natural disasters. Sometimes a tornado will touch down, but it's never, like, the ones they get down south. We don't have mudslides. Mm -mm. We'll have floods, but, like, it's not even, like... I mean, we did have really bad ones a few weeks ago. That was crazy. But, I mean, we don't have them where it's, like, entire towns. Although I did... Midland. Was it Midland the other couple years ago? I don't know. Um, Like, out... There, out past there, um, out there. But like the entire town got flooded because there was some something happened with like a dam or something like that Yikes. structurally. Fucked up. Not good. No, I'm just. There's nothing here that I'm super worried about. Yeah, it's more just crazy people. That's fair. That's a big concern of mine always. Fucking always, up. and they're everywhere. <sighs> Yeah, they're, they don't give a fuck either, do they? <laughs> no, they sure don't. <laughs> and you know what else? They love the Pacific Northwest for some reason. God, they really do, don't Why they? Why do serial killers... I mean, I guess because there's woods everywhere. You could just murder someone in the woods and leave them for days. Yeah, I guess. But they do... Boy, they do love the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. don't they? They really do. Yeah. There's so th- I'm not going hiking ever. There's like a one county where I was listening to Crime Junkies and she, some county, I think in Washington, and it starts with a W, it has some really weird kind of name, but she was like, Walla Walla. I don't know. I just made I, that up. I, I don't think it was, but it was like something <laughs> like, yeah, like that. And she was like, I swear to God, this is like the fourth story we've done from this county in like two months like she's like i don't know what the fuck is going on out there but you guys need to rein it in yeah something is happening something's in the water what the fuck yikes yeah michigan's had a couple but not it the oakland county child killer like abducted kids from ferndale and birmingham so where i currently and formerly lived like in that at all close to my house close to my house did you read that book about him was it about the oakland county i don't think so it's kind of a recent ish book it was pretty good they like know who it is he just killed himself before okay anything could be done but he was like the son of a high up auto executive oh yeah i'll have to look for that no Mm -hmm. i think the only true crime book i've read in the recent past is is the Israel real. Keys Please. one. Yeah. So spooky. He's the worst. He's the worst. Terrifying. I know. I know. We, I've talked about him like 8,000 times on podcasts, but I, I'm just like, no, people don't realize that. Uh, yeah, because the thing about serial killers normally is that they have a pattern, and that's how you know like you're safe or you need to especially watch out for yourself. But he had no pattern. And 
was everywhere. Everywhere in the fucking like murder buckets that he buried on every state, basically, so that he could just get money and get what he and needed. And was like, well, and I guess whoever's around when I dig this yes! up. Yes. <laughs> ah, that's so what? scary. You are terrifying. Terrifying. Yo. No, thanks. Yeah. I honestly think I've... I was looking at the books I've read recently and I'm like, wow, I've really been balancing like how shitty the world is by mostly just reading really light (laughs) things. That's what you need. I know. That's what you need. I'm reading a book right now. I barely started it, but it's okay. It's fiction. So I know it'll be kind of like easy breezy. Um, Just this past year, I've, gotten more into reading contemporary romance novels and they're just so cheesy but comforting and some of them are very horny really (laughs) yeah where i'm like wow am i allowed to read this in public (laughs) but let me just tell you i read this series a couple weeks ago (laughs) speaking of hgtv it's called hot and hammered (laughs) and i don't know why because barely houses have anything to do with it but it was really enjoyable. Hot and hammered. Mm-hmm. Was it like Lifetime-esque? Or was it just horny? So it's three separate books and each one like tells the story of a couple, but they all like know each other. Okay. But the family like owns a renovation business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the first book is about a girl who has nothing to do with her family business. She's a clown. <laughs> Which I think that is Bridget, I'm in. (laughs) She's a clown? She's a clown for parties. Okay, like a party clown. Yeah. Not a circus clown. Not a circus clown. And she meets, uh, well, she doesn't meet, a retired baseball player moves to town that she had a crush on when she was a kid. Sure. And, you know, things happen. Um, Do you think a circus clown makes more money or like a party clown? Oh, boy. I feel like a party clown because... You can kind of set your own right. prices. I feel like a party client would make more money, too. Yeah. Although, maybe you get insurance if you work for the circus. Although, I feel like probably not. Maybe there's a union. Yeah, and with the circus, you'd be able to keep more of your money because you're probably just, like, on the road all the time. You don't have, like, rent. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what clowns do, but that sounds like a hard life to me. A circus clown? Fuck that. Any circus performer. It just sounds exhausting. You're never home. Mm-mm. You could potentially die. Like I saw a circus performer <gasps> fucking die at the circus. Yikes. And then the clown came out to try and be like. No. <laughs> you just shut the show down. You don't try to. No, you just shut the show down. Yeah. You shut the show down. You know what you don't do is you don't sit in your VIP seats with your children that you paid extra money to be super close to the action you don't just continue sitting there while there's a dead body like 10 feet from you. You don't just sit there. And so then when you're up in the cheap seats like me, you yell down, get your kids out. Like, yes. They were just sitting there. They were just sitting there. And I was like, why aren't they moving? Why aren't they moving? Why aren't they moving their I kids? I thought you were going to tell me you were one of those children. No, no, and no, I was no, like, no, no. Oh, and no. No, 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 no. But still, that's horrifying. Boy, I was traumatized by those kids. Yo. Yo. And then when we left, there was a lady out there like protesting the circus and their usage of animals. Mm -hmm. And I was like, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Read the room. This is not the time or place to be doing this. You're going to be having a lot of sad kids come out here in just a few minutes. And you probably don't want to tell them. Or show them these scary signs with, like, abused animals on them. They've already seen some shit today. They literally just saw a woman die from, like, 40 feet. How did she die? She was doing aerial stuff. So it was, like, two. Two girls. And I think they were maybe sisters. No! I think they were related. And so they were on these two separate sheets. High. High. And the one girl was upside down. And you heard, clang. And like, she just like fell, plummeted straight oh my to the concrete. God, the concrete. like it was. There was no net. No, it was horrific. It was horrific. Like, 
Oh it, my God. It, yeah, it was. And then, because everyone's kind of like, you sit in stunned silence. Yeah, for you don't even know what to moments, do. Moments, because you're like, what is happening right now? Like, I'm pretty sure that was not part of the show. And then, ev- like, all the performers are like flipping out. It was just like, oh my it was, God. And the reason we went to the circus was because my ex at the time, we were walking around St. Paul having a beautiful day. Circus was in town, and he was like, I've never been to the circus. And I said, do you know what we should do? <gasps> Tickets are only $12. Oh Let's go to the circus. <laughs> then we left, and he's like, well, we're uh, never going to the circus, <laughs> and our kids are never going to the circus. <laughs> oh, no. That's so awful. Yeah, it was <laughs> not great. Then when I was little, I went to the circus with my aunt and uncle and cousins, I was like four. I was little. This is one of my first memories. I was holding my uncle's hand, let go, reached back up, grabbed his hand, started walking. I was probably walking for two seconds. I literally, it felt like forever. And I looked up and I was like, that's not my uncle. <laughs> I don't know where anybody is. Oh my they God, were, Anne. They were right there. I they know, were right there. but that's so scary. But it's like you're four in this sea of like legs. An adult, then you can't eat. I don't know what fucking pants my aunt was wearing. Yeah. It's terrifying. Oh, my God. I don't like the circus. (laughs) I don't. I feel like I have been to the circus, but nothing. You know what I love? Are the videos on YouTube that I like to search for, for, like, circus animals attacking. Oh, boy. Ooh, they're good. They're so good. Because you, you know I love big cat mm-hmm. attacks. Love, love slash hate. I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. But oh, those are some good ones. Like there's one where like four lions are just like, I don't know what happens, but it's like they are all like, we're going to fuck some Today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> we rise at dawn. <laughs> oh, God, we got to stop doing that shit to animals. Yeah, I know. I know. I... I sometimes have issues even going to the zoo, but mm. the Detroit Zoo is like a rescue mm-hmm. zoo. So all of those animals have been like taken from bad environments. I think like the lions we have were, f- they were found in like a fucking dump in like Louisiana. What? Or something like that. Why? What? Like, I don't want the world to end, but also. As Bo Burnham says, it's been a long time coming or whatever. I know. It's hard to argue with the nature at this point. I know. Can you imagine living somewhere where, like, elephants could just be, like, roaming down the... Like, you just see an elephant in the wild or a tiger? Mm Mm-mm. I mean, I am obsessed with elephants. I love them. They're so smart and beautiful and wonderful. And sweet, but if I saw one walking toward me, I'd probably freak out. Oh, my God. Uh, In the wild, outside? No thanks. Mm -mm. I don't even like that. Like, we have raccoons and stuff. My neighbor, the other week, she was not home. And my neighbors in between us were just standing on the sidewalk looking at our house. We're like, what's, what are you doing? What's going on? And she's, they were like, um... There's like a family of raccoons going in and out of <gasps> her house up there right now. And we stood and looked and like, like on the roof? Yeah, like on the roof in our attic. They there was like a section of roof just <laughs> that they had pulled out or something and like they little maniacs crawling in and out fat ass raccoons. Mm-hmm. But then like a few days later she had pest control out here. Oh to boy. Relocate them, yes. I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, raccoon. Danny's going to hate this because all I hear is like the creaking of this chair. Oh, I didn't even I don't notice it until you pointed up, it out. It's pretty bad. Sorry, Danny. <laughs> we'll see if you can work your magic with that. <laughs> so when do you go back? The 19th? Mm-hmm. That morning. Are you excited? I am excited. I miss Andrew. I miss my cats. But uh, still no keys. So guys... When I was going to get on the plane to come here, I was like rushing through TSA 
and I forgot that my keys were in my front pocket of my overalls, which I'm wearing right now. And they look very cute. Thank you. Um, and so when I went through the little machine, um, they set it off. And so then I had to get patted down by a lady. Also, what do they offer to take you to a private room? That feels creepier to me. Yeah. No, you're going to do it out here in the open where where I have a lot of Everyone can see what you're doing. But then she gave the keys to the other guy and was like, these need to go through. So they need to go through the scanner. Well, then I got distracted because my suitcase was being held and needed to be searched. (laughs) And I had to wait forever because the girl in front of me had like 10 jars of spices and they all needed to be tested. And I was getting so stressed out, like drenched in sweat because I hate this and I'm stressed out and I just want to get on the plane. And so I finally figure out that the thing that held my suitcase back was my weighted sleep mask. (laughs) It was glorious though, man, that thing. It's great, but I do regret bringing it. (laughs) So I like grab my suitcase and I put my shoes back on and I run to use the bathroom and then I get on the plane and as I'm boarding the plane, I realize I never got my keys back and I don't know where they are. And I filed a thing for the lost and found and they still have not. You did it immediately, too. Yeah. Like, like, when I got on the plane, I was like, oh, shit. I don't have them. I can't get off the plane now. So I guess they're just gone forever. <laughs> I don't know. I hate it. Like, did somebody put my keys in their pocket? And they were like, oops, these aren't mine. I guess I'll just throw them away. Nobody would throw away a set of keys. You'd turn it into lost and found. I would hope so. I think. So I'm gonna have to pay to get a new car thing. You know yeah. how expensive those are. They're like three hundred dollars, aren't they? Oh god, that's worse than I thought. <laughs> Maybe they're not that much. Maybe they're like one fifty. Yeah, I'm so irritated with myself, but mostly with the th- whole process. Just well, get yeah. my keys back. Where are my fucking keys? <sighs> yeah, that sucks. I feel bad for you. Hopefully, they just. You know what? <laughs> Hang on. I'm just gonna do that so I can't. Okay. Oh, there. <laughs> okay, Danny. Hopefully that's a little better. <laughs> I stopped the recline function, which I should have done at the beginning. <laughs> Whoops. What I should have done. Do you remember that? Have you watched the Comedy Bang Bang TV show? Mm-hmm. The episode with Andy Samberg, where they have like a pretend fight and they keep saying things that are yeah. like, is what I should yeah. have said. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason that really stuck with me and Scott Ackerman going, <laughs> you think you're cool, but you're really a fool. And now I'm going to flip out on you. <laughs> My favorite, I always think about the skit from there where he was like <laughs> in the doo-wop, like, <laughs> Because see the weird shit. Just stuff they went over here on the street. <laughs> so funny. It is really funny. I love on his multiple podcasts, because he says it on both of them, mm-hmm. when he's impersonating somebody and he goes, get the hell out of here. <laughs> it's so funny the way he says it. And I just like crack up every single time he does it. It makes me laugh so hard. Oh, I love it. I know. Can we just talk about all the podcasts on our podcast? Is that, yes. is that okay? <laughs> Guys, we love Comedy Bang Bang. We love Freedom. Oh my god, it's so good. It is really good. I um, what is the character that Lauren Lapkus plays where whenever they say the name, she goes, what's up, players? Ding dong. Ding dong! <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it so much. Oh boy. Oh, she's gonna have a baby. Oh, I know. Cute little baby. It was mm-hmm. so funny because on the podcast when she announced it, she said something about how like they were getting letters because people thought she was high. And I I didn't send a letter, but I thought <laughs> In the previous episodes, I'm like, what the fuck? She is, like, high on something right now. She is being so goofy and weird. And I'm like, oh, it's because she was just exhausted from, like, being pregnant. And, like, <laughs> her brain was not was functioning so properly. I was like, oops, that's me. I was guilty. Sorry. <laughs> but, but imagine thinking that. 
And then going out of your way to be like, <laughs> what are you, high or something? Like, who cares? What? It's so weird. It is so weird. But, oh, people do that. They do it so much. Why? I don't know. Or they need to, like, tweet a correction at someone. They don't care. Nobody gives a fuck. Did, I think I, I read that, like, C, CBS, whoever did the Grammys. Hmm. They only got like three complaints about Lil Nas X. Remember all like the yeah. parents who were outraged about his performance? No, actually, it was like three people who like really were pissed enough to like write about it. But like, how can you like, just chill the fuck out? I who cares? No, it doesn't affect you. Don't get mad about stuff like that famous people do that is performative. It's not hurting anyone. Why aren't you mad about people who are actually being hurt? Yeah. Because those people that are mad about Lil Nas X, I don't even know what his name is, but I do like him. Uh, They also don't care that children are locked in cages or that black people are being killed by the police. It's like, how do you care about this and you don't care about that? Please redirect the anger. Yes. (laughs) You can be mad about as many things as you want, but when they aren't hurting anyone... I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. People are just... I mean, I like to be pissed off, too, but it's usually about big stuff that makes me like be like, I'm so small and helpless and can do nothing. In my personal life, I can be petty. That's fine. (laughs) But I'm not going to like go out of my way to be shitty to someone. No. No. I'll just be petty to myself or to you. Can you imagine being an unpleasant... Like a person who's just like a dick... All the time. Ugh. Just perpetually angry. Yeah. Like, why, why waste your time and emotions trying to be so angry and un- unlikable about I everything know. all I of the time? do not get it. Just chill out and don't be a dick. <laughs> Just don't I, be a dick. Why is it so hard? I don't know. Makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Hope my kids aren't dicks. I don't think they will be. Fingers crossed. Fingers I mean, crossed. Abby opened the door for me and said, hi, how are you? Oh, that's nice. And I haven't seen her since she was much younger, so that's very sweet. She's probably taller than you. She, everyone's taller than me, but she's definitely taller than me. How tall are me. you? 5'4". Well, I'm only, I'm like 5'6". You're not that much littler than me. Tell that to Andrew. How tall is he? I don't know, 5'11", but he always makes fun of me for being short. <laughs> <laughs> Not even five six or five, you're not even six foot. Like you're not allowed to <laughs> make fun of someone for being short if you're not even six foot tall. I didn't know that was the rule. Oh, here I have another podcast that maybe I haven't even told you about. Ooh, what? It's called Off Menu. Mm-hmm. James A. Caster and Ed Gamble. Mm-hmm. They're both British comedians. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the premise is that the guest comes into the dream restaurant where James A. Caster is a genie and he can get you your ultimate meal. So they asked you, like, do you want sparkling or still water? What's your starter? Do you want, he always goes, Papa Dom's or bread? Papa Dom's or bread? And I was like, what the fuck What's is that? he saying? I don't know. I looked to look it up. Papa Dom is some kind of, like, Bread. A roll? Yeah, it's like a like an Indian. Let me look ah. it up. But they've had some really good guests. And it's just really funny how people take it super seriously. Okay, a papadam is seasoned flatbread made from dried dough of black graham bean flour, either fried or cooked with dry heat until crunchy. So they look like little chips, kind of. Puffy. Yeah chips i don't know looks good but i would choose bread i would choose bread too um i didn't listen to this episode but i told andrew about the podcast and there's an episode with dan Aykroyd. really yeah where he like took this very seriously but also did not like listen to any of the episodes so he just (laughs) kind of talks his way through this whole meal without like letting them do their thing Which I think is very funny. That's cute. Yeah. But, like, I've listened to episodes with Kumail Nanjiani, 
Um, I don't even remember. Oh, Paul F. Tompkins, of course. Of course. Paul Shear. Paul F. Tompkins is a guest on literally... He's the king of podcasts. Every podcast. And I love it. I love him so much. I'm waiting for him to show up on Dateline because his <gasps> wife loves Dateline. I thought you were going to say on ours. <laughs> I mean, he has a standing invite. I know. PFT, we love you. You can come on anytime, bro. Yes. We'll talk about your cute little hats. <laughs> <laughs> your cute little hats. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, I think uh, if you like British comedians, I really like James Acaster. He was on the Celebrity Bake Off. And he was, like, really bad. I didn't see Celebrity Bake Off. Oh, it was fun. I didn't see it. He's he's really funny. do love some Bake Off, though. Mm-hmm. I love, uh, you know, I love watching Gogglebox, mm-hmm. which is uh, such a little treat for me. It's like, really fun. It's just, they had something of it in America for a hot second. But you basically, like, set a camera up on your TV and record your reactions to TV show. And then it's just like funny <laughs> families reacting to just, shows. Yeah. Real people watching TV. I fucking love it. It is a joy. I, it really is. I can't get enough. I know. I, I have like favorites. I have people that I'm like, Ooh, I, I want to know what they're doing. What are they up to? Like, so who are your favorites? I really like Lee and what's her name? Jenny. Lee and Jenny. And I, then Pete and his sister. Pete and Sophie. Mm-hmm. I love uh, Giles and Mary. Yes. <laughs> they are so crazy. <laughs> He's like the driest. He drives her so fucking insane. Like when she's folding the sheet and he goes, Mary, you look white as a sheet. <laughs> She's like, she's like, I live with a toddler. <laughs> I want to tour their house. Their house mm-hmm. looks so fucking cool. And I love the sisters. Um, yes. Ellie and Izzy. Mm-hmm. I love everybody. They're all pretty they're, great. They're all very good. Yeah. I love the guy and his wife who I don't, they have like, maybe like foster kids. They have like 8,000 kids with them, but they have the dogs. They have the Rottweilers. Oh, I don't know. They have like four Rottweilers and then there's like revolving grown children with them okay. all the time. That's funny. But they're really funny because you can tell they're a bit more like working class. Mm-hmm. But the Dave, he, no, no, that's the dog's name. I forget what the <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I love common people names for dogs. I think it's very it's funny. It's so Or uh, cats. I have a friend who has a cat named, I believe it's Janet, and I think that's very funny. <laughs> I knew someone who had a cat named Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> she would call her Deb. Hey, Deb. <laughs> I'm very into that. Uh, we met a very magical cat this weekend at the yurt, <gasps> which was very enchanting. We've never had a cat at the yurt in our 10 visits. We've Mm-mm. never seen a cat. No. We've seen dogs. Sure. Dog boats come and go. Yeah. But like... You don't ever see a fucking cat at the yurt. We're unpacking. We're in the yurt. Look outside. There's a cat, you guys. Mm-hmm. This cat. Beautiful. Truly, like, one of the most beautiful cats I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, she had, like, these beautiful swirl patterns. Yeah, she was gray and had these black, like, leopard-like. I, she was just. Gorgeous. You not leopard, like ocelot. Don't mm-hmm. ocelots have that? Mm-hmm. She was just beautiful and she was like wild. I just mean I thought she was pregnant. I was like, she has a belly. I don't know what pregnant cats look like. I so mean, I... I just figured like if you're a, a wild cat, you are usually like sleek. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mm-hmm. mean? You don't have like this paunchy yet solid mm-hmm. midsection on you. So I think she might have been pregnant, but she didn't get super close, but got kind of close mm-hmm. to where she was just checking us out and she kept coming back and we'd be sitting around the fire and then we'd look out and be like, oh, she's down there. She's <laughs> down there. She's so pretty. I yeah. think about her and I hope I she's know, doing I well. I know. I hope she's okay. We named her hot dog. We did. We named her hot dog. <laughs> she's so cute. Aww. I miss her. Cats are the best. They are. I love having my cats. I miss my cats. I'm sure. They probably miss you too. Andrew. Have you FaceTimed with them? No, but Andrew's very sweet and he's like, they won't stop asking about you. 
I'm like, they don't care at all that I'm they not there. They do. They know. I like Oliver. Whenever the kids go away to their dads, Oliver's always like, "Fuck, where's Abby?" That's sweet. Yeah, he misses her. Cats miss. They miss you. They miss I'm you. Very excited to see them. Aw, how's the uh, husband at your mama's? Good. Um, you know, my mom's dog is getting old, mm-hmm. so she's kind of chilled out a little bit. She did this adorable thing the other day where I was sitting cross-legged and she sat right in front of me and then kind of like looked backwards at me and then just fell into my lap and it was so cute. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. It was pretty sweet. Aw. Yeah. How's your bed there? Comfy? Yes. It's very nice. So my mom moved from a one bedroom to a two bedroom. Mm-hmm. So now when I go, I get my own room. Um, instead of sleeping on the couch or my mom sleeping in her chair and me sleeping in her bed. Um, so it's nice. Yeah. It's comfy. I've been sleeping. I, I just feel like exhausted all the time, but I think it's just from traveling and yeah. And the rain is very soporific, which is my new favorite word that I learned this year. Somberific. Soporific. Soporific. Mm -hmm. It means it makes you sleepy. Oh, yeah. I like that. I do too. That's nice. I get soporific a lot. <laughs> everything. Everything. I find everything to be soporific. Soporific. <laughs> yes. But it's been nice, you know. Aww. I hope she can come for Thanksgiving. Yeah. She usually comes out for Thanksgiving. Oh, that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. And you have a two bedroom, right? Mm hmm. And our second room has a day bed in it, so that's where nice. she sleeps. Yeah. Oh, and that's where I'll sleep when I come and mm-hmm. visit. I do want to come visit. You should. I haven't been on a plane in 20 years. It's kind of like, I'm not scared of flying or anything. I, it's just like the, well, I haven't done something in 20 years. I, I know. Do it again, I mean, I don't like it, but it's fine. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not excited about the thought of doing it yeah i wish i could just snap my fingers and transport myself magically or take a fucking train that doesn't Mm -hmm. take three days why and also taking amtrak is not cheap no you would think it would be cheaper but it takes way longer and it's still expensive yeah they have those upgrades now i saw an article about it where they have like you can basically rent a Cat, like a nicer mm-hmm. kind of cabin. That was kind of cute, but I was like, I mean, you'd have you you would be wanting to go like across the country to, yeah. to do that because it was kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. It was a little pricey. I was looking up some Airbnbs in Portland for us. There's, There's some probably pretty, some nice ones. Yeah, that just needs to have a hot tub and separate bedrooms. I think all the snorers should be together on one side of the house. <laughs> Agree. Sorry, snorers. You know, so I use this app on my phone, Sleep Cycle, that like grades my sleep. <laughs> it tells me how many times I woke up. And it also tells you how often you snore or like how many minutes. Yeah. And I was looking because I'm like, I swear I don't usually snore that much. And I was looking back at the last couple of weeks when I was home. Zero minutes, zero minutes, one minute, zero, zero. The second I got here, it's like an hour and a half, two hours. I'm like, what? Interesting. Yeah. So does that mean you're getting deeper sleep or not as deep sleep when that's happening? I don't know. I think it just means I'm congested. I mean, you are around a dog, which you're not around a lot. Yeah, and the weather is way different here. And traveling always traveling fucks always, me up. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe you should take like a sinus thing. just Or like a Benadryl or something? Maybe. Clear you up. Eat some spicy food. My feet have been swollen in the morning, too. Remember how I could, like, barely tie my shoe? And then later in the day, it was, like, falling off because the swelling went down. That's so weird. You're like an old person. I mean, we're getting up there a little bit. I feel like I have the bones and soul of a 9,000-year-old swamp witch. Uh oh, sitting on a bed is not a good idea for a podcast where they just fell back on it. <laughs> Laughing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm old. My foot's never going to heal. <laughs> like, it's I, been a while. It's been like a month. Which Yikes. is, I mean, she's like, this is about when 
injuries will start to be healing. Mm-hmm. It's still annoying, though, and I wish I never slammed my foot against that wall. <laughs> I mean, mine took a while. Remember when I... So stupid. We were getting ready to go see how did this get made. Mm-hmm. And I stepped. Yes. I had like an open uh like spray can of carpet cleaner because the cat had just barfed and I cleaned it up and the cap was on the ground, like the open part up, and I stepped into it like like I thought it was a shoe. <laughs> and I just like rolled my whole foot. I mean it puffed up it was so I remember swollen. you sent a picture of it and it was like a good month before I stopped wearing a brace because it really hurt why are our bodies so fragile I don't know we're not made for this world of walls <laughs> <laughs> I mean and I used to roll my ankle all the time because I played sports and my ankles are like weak little babies yeah but it had been a long time since I did that, and it's not good. Yeah. Injuries are not great. I've never had a really serious injury. I don't think... I mean, I broke my finger before, but mm-hmm. I've never broken an arm or bones or really anything like that. But I'm very clumsy, so I'm super used to, like, walking into shit and, mm-hmm. like, running into tables and having all these bruises on my legs and, like, being like, what's... Where did that come from? I must swing my arms like way too wide when I walk because I hit my hand all the time (laughs) on doorknobs and walls and I don't understand. And I broke my finger in high school. (gasps) I broke it in soccer and then it healed and then I got, I was a goalie, I got kicked directly. I took my glove off and it was just... Three times the size. I had to get pins put in it because oh, she shattered the whole bone. Shit. And then it, I'm showing Anne that it doesn't like connect to the rest of my no. hand because they said you should tape that because pinkies wander. And I was like, that That's sounds like what stupid. My toe is, like if I put my foot down, it like you can tell that this is just like, like that one is nice and up against that. That's just like yay. yep. It's not as bad as it was, but it's <laughs> I'm like oh that's. That's not going back. It's not great. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'll just buy a bunch of cute socks and wear socks the rest of my life. So I can <laughs> wear a fucking foot brace forever. Oh, guys. Being a human. I know. What's it all about? It sucks. All right. Well, how long have we been doing this? I have no idea how to see. A while? I don't know either. You ready to wrap it up? I think so. I mean, do you have anything else to recommend to people that you've been watching or listening to? Nope. Just Bo Burnham all the time. Bo Burnham all day, all night. What did I call him? Boner. Bonum. 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 Boner Bonum. He's my boner Bonum. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's nice to see you. It's nice to see you, too. It's nice to be in the same room. I know. Yeah. I've seen so much of you. I've seen more of you the past week than I have of any of the other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Any of our other group in the past year and a half. Well, I mean, I'm the greatest one. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well... I guess that's it, guys. We're done talking. Yeah, we'll be back next week probably with another movie. Is it the, uh, was there a murder one we were going to oh, watch? Oh, yeah, murder winter one we're going to watch. I don't remember what it's called. Murder winter. <laughs> Maybe it's called Secrets in the Snow. I think that might be right. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That sounds, sounds dangerous. It does. I hope they um, kill a bear and get inside of it. <laughs> Is that a thing that happens in... Revenant, Revenant. What's that movie called? Summer. Well, yeah, but does it? Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, do yeah. With a bear? Yeah, he does. God, I didn't even remember because that movie was so fucking boring. Oh, I didn't I see it. Pushed it away from my head and forgot I'd even watched it. <laughs> pushed it away from my head. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> All right, so don't watch that, but do watch Midsummer and 
maybe Secrets in the Snow so you can hear us talk about it and be like, I remember that. It was crazy. Yeah, we'll do that. And then watch some stand-up if you want to laugh because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. guess what? Laughing is pretty fun. And I think everybody needs a good belly laugh or cry if yes. you want to watch Bo Burnham. Or Hannah Gatsby. Yeah. But other, I just want to say other good lady comedians, Chelsea Peretti and Jen Kirkman are great and both have specials on Netflix. Yeah, Chelsea Peretti's was funny. I mm-hmm. like that. All right, cool. Well, I guess till next time, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>